This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello there, Laurie and Julius. Show my talk 1071 everything entertainment. And uh, once again this year, the my Talk 1071 is a proud partner of the Twin Cities of Motion and the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon Weekend. And they have lots of different events for the entire family. And uh, dermatology consultants involved in this event along with us. And if you want to get some more information on how you can get yourself registered for one of the races, just to visit tcmevents.org. There you go. Fantastic. Yes. So, Julia. Yes, Here's a question for you. Okay. Uh, it'll posed by the Hollywood Reporter. Has the uh, motion picture of arts and science recent push for getting more diverse, more younger members, will it move the needle as far as what gets nominated this year for the Oscars? And what? the reason that the Hollywood Reporter okay. is asking is that they think a great test case will be Lorene Scafaria's movie, the dramedy is what they're calling it. Hustlers about a group of New York strippers who team up to con male art patrons in order to survive the Great Recession, which premiered at the Toronto Film Festival. And it was adapted by the director, this woman director, from the magazine article, basically, right. uh, that went viral uh, from uh, New York Magazine. And the Hollywood Reporter says... If they're pay, if they if the younger people are interested in a movie that's really good and is a classic that could be compared to nine to five, wow, right, and also like the Wolf of Wall Street, okay. which portrayed this whole life of excess and wound up with that thing got five Oscar nominations. Right. And anyway, and uh, this Hollywood reporter is saying she could very well get an Oscar nom. It's that's She's, how good she is in Hustlers and the whole cast is good. Right. And uh, talking Je- about Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. And so they said, we'll see because you have examples of, you know, you know, like Magic Mike. You know, that was directed by Steven Soderbergh. That did had that a huge, get any it, nominations? Well, it was, it was no. No, no, it didn't, but it got, you know, it got like maybe a Golden Globe. It got oh, like sure. that, but that was 2012. Right. And, you know, that the Backlash Academy, you know, they hadn't started really doing this. So anyway, uh, of course, she was great in, you know, Selena and Out of Sight. But uh, otherwise, it's just kind of been rom-coms and stuff. So 
Well, you never know. I mean, I'm curious to see it, Laurie. Oh, my gosh. I know. it. And then this Hollywood reporter said, you know, Jane Fonda won for Clute. She played a prostitute in 71. Mir Sorvino played a prostitute in Mighty Aphrodite. Kim Basinger, L.A. Confidential. Mm-hmm. They're like, there have been examples. Sure. Of N- N- Nicole Kidman for her role in Moulin Rouge because yes, she was a prostitute totally. in that. I love that Marissa movie. Tomei in The Wrestler. She didn't win. But, you know, there's been... Well, I think it all depends on her. I haven't seen it. Yeah, we'll have to, to we'll have it. to we'll have to see it. But it was made for only twenty million dollars. I know that's blows shot me away. in twenty nine yeah. days. It barely features any nudity and is really not about stripping at all. The fact that it will inevitably be described as a film about stripper may hamper its ability for like a best picture nomination. They the Academy's ooh, they like it, you know, more gravitas. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. But uh um it could be that for individual performances. So here's uh, Jennifer Lopez talking to ABC the GMA this morning about Looking. Amazing. Amazing. She always that looks woman amazing. Is amazing She's amazing. But she about is. how making this movie in 29 days and a tight budget, $20 million right. in New York. Yes. You know how fast and good you have to be because of street yeah. permits and That's right. mm-hmm. all that. So here's JLo. You're also getting Oscar buzz as well. And, and it must great. be so gratifying to you because you're not only starring the movie, you produced the movie. I as did. Well. I did. It, it, you know, this was a real labor of love. It took us a minute to get it made. Uh, mm-hmm. We knew it would be a fun ride for people and, and an enjoyable movie. And also a movie that makes you think it goes deeper than what you think it does. Yeah. Robin, maybe you mm-hmm. could talk to that. But uh, yeah, so oh, being in those conversations is super exciting yeah. for me. And it came through because this is about women being in control. Yes. Even from the song. It's about from control the, in life. Exactly. Everything on Everything all sides. Yeah. And, but also, what, you know, you being one of the producers, that it's written and directed by a woman. Yes. Produced by women, it was written and directed by women, it was edited by women, it's starring all women. It's it's pretty exciting. It's, you, and you don't see that every day. You don't. You know what I mean? So it is an exciting thing. But it, all audiences, all the audiences that have seen it that I've sat mm-hmm. in with now, the men love it too. Uh, well, of course, of yeah, course. of course. But I mean, they really are... Uh, uh, That's kind of amazing. Twenty million dollars in twenty nine days. Twenty nine days, it's and amazing. Lizzo and Cardi B, and you know she Cast was involved in all the casting. Yeah. You know, kind of doing this. Well, here she is she talking. Does everything. Well, here she is talking about the relationship between her character in the movie Hustler and Constance Wu's characters. The relationship between you and Constance Wu, mm-hmm. your two characters. It just and it just how it evolved throughout the whole. Sh- it really movie. is about the friendship that right. they have. That's mm-hmm. what the whole movie is about. Um, and working with Constance, you know, from the very first day we got there, I knew she because uh, Ramona, the, the character mm-hmm. I play, she kind of takes everybody under her wing. Like she's a little bit of the ringleader. Mm-hmm. And uh, right away, me and Constance kind of hit it off in that way. You know, she knew I was producing the movie and. I was just like, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. We're going to do this. It's going to be so much fun. And it really shows up in the movie, the relationship. We had a natural chemistry. So uh, that that was a lot of fun to see. And the movie itself, when you watch that relationship and how mm. kind of complicated it gets and scary and all of it, because it really it's real. does take a turn. Um, but there's a real love story there, which is nice, too. <laughs> 
It's huh. nice to hear nice things about Constance Woo. Well, and it was nice, too. I like that Robin had seen it. Yep. You know, uh, Michael had not seen it, but, right. you know, she, Robin had seen it. And here's J-Lo is talking about learning, and they were showing clips, and I was kind of surprised at GMA 835 in the morning. Showing but pole she, artistry. She was in, you know, like booty shorts and a crop top. She sure. wasn't in any of the... right. Um, they look like a lot of like, you know, I don't, it's, the thigh, the real th- cut, real narrow in the crotch. That's sort of what a lot of the outfits in the movie look like. But here she is talking about having to, for real, learn how to pole dance. I saw you dancing in a clip or showing uh, yes. this character how to dance in a clip. You're an incredible dancer. This is different. This was, oh my god! This was was it, how tough was uh, this? You never know until you walk in somebody else's shoes what it's really like. And the shoes were like this. Okay? <laughs> it, was, it was it was nutty, um, but it was so hard because it is very acrobatic. You know, it's very acrobatic, and it's like you know, it's like Cirque du Soleil a little bit. And yeah, I put something up on my YouTube channel because I was so bruised from head to toe. My shoulders, my core was on fire, and I literally have bruises all over my legs, chafing, burns, everything. Just trying to learn how to do this in a short amount of time. When I spoke to Cardi B about mm. being in the movie, mm-hmm. um, I told her, I said, I'm learning how to do the pole. It's really hard. You know, I thought I was like, oh, I'm gonna learn how. To pole dance. <laughs> and then I started doing it and I was like, this is crazy. And she was like, I know. She was like, I'm really good at it. Sure. She was like, it took me years to master it. Uh, and I was like, oh God, I have six weeks. I don't know what I'm going to do. did it. Six weeks. And yeah, I mean, I love it that yeah. she's like the, the whole Cardi B because Cardi B really was, was a, a stripper, stripper in right. New York. Yeah. When you see, when you even just try to the see. The shoes? No, the pole. The if pole. You, I mean, like a even a swing set pole or something. If you ever try to lift yourself up and then imagine looking graceful while you're doing it. Yeah. Holy Toledo's. Yeah. It's so athletic. Uh, it's, and then, pole, it's pole artistry. It is pole artistry. They did not bring up about how there were people shouting her at her about wearing <gasps> fur at the Toronto Fair. Film festival. I saw a clip for that on the talk, I think, and it just was so bad. It was so she wasn't wearing fur. No, and she she has worn fur or whatever. Sure. But she just she just ignored them. But I mean, the guy, the people were just screaming, screaming at, her. at her. I felt bad. I was uncomfortable for her. Yeah, same. Yeah. But she, I guess she she's just, a pro. She ignored them, and I Julia don't know. Styles in, is in this Kiki Palmer. Yes, yes. This looks, I, it does look good, Lori. It, it does. Okay, let's just play the the oh, last yeah. clip real right. quick. I read that you got some marriage advice from a very surprising source. Yes. Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yes, I did. I did. You know, we were in Washington. I was on tour this summer, and uh, we went to go visit her. I wanted her to come to my concert and walk out, but, you know, she's like, that's a little late for me. (laughs) And I I just look up to her. I admire her so much for all the things she's done and for standing up for minorities and women and and fighting for justice in this country, but also for her marriage. If you guys saw her documentary, um, she had a very supportive husband and they were together until he passed away. And I was like, you know, I was there with Alex. I was like, what's the secret? I've been at this for a minute and I just really need some advice. And she was just beautiful. She was just like, you know, sometimes it just helps to be a little bit deaf. You know, she was, you hear unkind word, you let it go. Everybody's human. You have to do, it was super wise. I love oh, that. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Really good and then, of course, I did kind of love it. They threw back to Alec, Alex Rodriguez in the green room and said, what's your favorite movie of J-Lo's? Or what would she say her favorite movie is? And they ran out of time and it just went... 
you know, went faded oh. to the commercial. Because <laughs> I'm like, why does he always always have to be there and in burst her bubble? I know it. And I'm, she's enough alone. She yeah. really is. She she's is, so she's relatable, likable. Always has been yeah. Jenny from the block. Yeah, she I mean, really but she is. does it all. She produced that show you loved on NBC about something blue. What was it? Oh, the cop I love that. The cop blue. movie, yeah. You loved it. She's been in everything. She can sing. She's she can been dance. acting now yes, for, for a while. I mean, go back to Selena. No, Out yeah. of Sight. Out of Sight. Good movie. Amazing. It's a great movie. Great movie. I agree. And it holds up because I saw it not too long ago. The other, the other, real quickly before we have to go, the other movie that, uh, you know, people are going crazy about at the Toronto Film Festival is... Um, the Joker. Well, yeah, The Joker, mm-hmm. that, but I'm talking about um, that one, Venice. Yes. The Venice, it won the Lion The Joker Award. with Joaquin. But it had the world premiere of Warner Brothers movie called Just Mercy, which is a fact-based drama about this lawyer who in the 90s spent the years fighting the uh, racially charged and wrongful death row conviction of this guy in rural Alabama. Okay. And Michael B. Jordan stars as the lawyer who's saving the guy Jamie Foxx from death row. Okay. And Mm -hmm. Toronto Film Festival critics are saying... Just like Green Book had this thunderous ovation and yes. respond, this movie, Just Mercy, is this, having the same reaction in Toronto because it's just kind of a smaller movie. It is being released by a major uh, yes. uh, studio, but it was uh, a fight to get this movie made, and it was because Michael B. Jordan, and they're saying Jamie Foxx's best performance in years since well, he Ray. Well, because since we Ray, just had the, Ray. the headline that um, Cucci Nucci, the girl that he's, you know... Balaswala. Mo- yeah, Balaswala. Venucci <laughs> Tabucci. Uh-huh. That she so is so not close. 21, she's 19. Oh, uh, Yeah, Brandon that beer. rumor's been going around. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so he needs a little piece of good news. Anyway, they're just kind of mm-hmm. like people are... Crouchy Volet. Crouchy Volet. I like that one, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. That movie's coming out. Just Mercy's coming out at Christmas. It's up against Cats, Little Women, and Star Wars. All the oh. ride around Christmas. Yeah. Well, we need Christmas. something good to see that. Well, we need because something cats, else. Who yeah. cares? No, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, yeah, Little Women. Yeah, okay, that one. Yeah. But yeah, we need a couple movies. Yeah. So that will be the movie to look for. Just Mercy. Okay. Perfect. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, you've got some dirt for us. What do you know? Yes, well, let's talk about this story that Renee Zellweger is sharing uh, over on uh, a little interview that she did with some of the people at People Magazine. So she's, of course, selling her movie, Judy, getting mixed reviews, her performance getting good reviews, the movie getting mad reviews. But she's starting to talk about those plastic surgery rumors that started back around 2014 when Renee Zellweger made that appearance on that red carpet where she looked a little more awake than usual. She looked completely different. She looked completely different. It was like when Jennifer Grey got her nose done, it completely changed the nature of her face. Well, she looked on... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. 
Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recognizable. And it was shocking at the time. And she was talking about a painful moment when she was on the tube in London and a man sitting next to her started talking to the two women he was with. And they started talking about Hollywood and how Hollywood ladies are so silly, especially that Renee Zellweger. And she was sitting right next to these people. They said, how could she do that? Why would she go and have surgery on her face like we wouldn't know? She doesn't look like herself. And you can't just do that where you're going to go and don't look like yourself because we expect you to look like herself. Renee Zellweger said the guy was saying that about her. Yeah. And Renee Zellweger, she thought, wow, that's interesting. Here's my stop. I'm pretty sure she was thinking some other things probably than that's just interesting. She said, Renee Zellweger, I got up and I stand up next to the door waiting for it to open. And the man is still talking about how stupid I am. And he looked up and said, oh, God, you're oh God, but you just look like yourself. Renee Zellweger said, yeah, it's funny how that works, isn't it? And then she walked off. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand is this the PR craft spin on denying she had any work and tell because we can all relate to overhearing someone Someone's talking, talking about, about you, you. Even if you're not a famous person. Right. At school, at, at work, work, you right. know, da da da. Is this is this a to feel t- sorry for her, so you'll go see her in Judy? No, Judy? not feel sorry for her, but it's a kind of a it's a really good PR spin to distract well, it's from relatable. the surgery talk. Yeah. Well, and it's addressing it without addressing it directly. Yes, being it's like, brilliant. Hey, Renee, Renee Zellweger, what did you do to your eyes back in 2014? Because we have eyes and we saw what was happening. Yeah. And so this is a way, I think, to work around it. And but to five years sympathy. have gone by it's and the years. eyes have settled down. Yes. They don't look quite as uh, alert. Yes. She has taken somebody's advice and settled down her face. A but little this bit. is a, a very brilliant PR strategy because <laughs> she's not complaining or explaining no. exactly. No, she isn't, but she's making it very relatable, yeah. just like you said, Lori. Uh, who doesn't relate to that where you've been somewhere and you accidentally, or or you've been the one who's been the. Oh, horrible. Saying something. Whatever. The giver or the taker. It's horrible. It's very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things that are relatable, Tiffany Haddish, she was in New York City uh, going to a Bulgari celebration, a fashion event on Saturday. She posted a picture of herself at this event on her Instagram account. And she said, I'm seeing this picture for the first time this morning and I want to cry. She said, I know I have said I don't care what I look like in the past, but my God, if I could look like this every day, I would. And she She said that she felt comfortable. Her makeup artist made her look beautiful. And her hairstylist, she said that her hairstyle was for the gods. So really relatable when you see yourself 
When you get a glam, yeah, it's, you it's get really, you get someone does your makeup does and does your, your hair. eyelashes oh, and your my hair. Gosh. You really do look. You look beautiful. Yeah, so nice that she was giving a shout out to her glam squad I on her saw, Instagram. I saw her. She was on Entertainment Tonight. They cut her. Maybe coming from that party, she looked amazing. Yeah, she looked stunning. She had like a pretty white dress on. I want to say. Yeah, she said she felt comfortable. So when you feel comfortable, you feel confident. Yeah, so. yeah you do. And mm-hmm. also happening at Fashion Week, Kim Kardashian is making a surprise visit to her friend Serena Williams during Serena's fashion show uh, that was happening today. Did Serena have a fashion show well, this I, week? She I had did, that on top of the no, US Open? Had, I saw her go out in this white um, She had her fashion line. Thing. Is it with mm-hmm. Adidas? Uh, no, she has her own line. She's had oh, her own oh, line. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kim Kardashian entered the event. It just happened this afternoon. She was with her friend Lala Anthony, and they sat in the front row. Anna Wintour was in the front row, by the way. And uh, Kim Kardashian was wearing black leather boot-cut pants and a metallic tank, looking extremely 1990s as she made her way in. So, mm. Yeah, there you go. That's I feel like she week. was supporting someone's fashion show. She was at... Oh, this was Serena Williams' Serena's, fashion show. Wow. This was her second show for her own fashion line. Lots of sequins. Remember she had that red dress that everyone can wear in a different size, mm-hmm. the wrap dress yeah, that yeah, you yeah. said. We've done this before. Okay. Yeah, and she brought little Alexis. Do you think uh, having fashion and tennis weighing on her mind at the same time had anything to do with that and the fact fire the coach? She's not going to fire her coach. She needs to fire that Patrick. Oh, she won't. She's, no. she's a good coach. No. She needs a she needs He's a so good. She's not winning. Oh, for crying out loud, Lori. Well, that's what you say about the Vikings. About I the don't coach. say they're so good. No, but about the coach. You guys always yell for the coach's head. I, I'm just passing not, on what I know about the sports. Vikings game with me. I'm just you're talking about your bro- your husband. Yeah, but whatever. Same tomato, tomato. Sports ball right here on the Dirt Alert. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Tom Cruise's creepy Scientology layer. Yeah. Radar Online is reporting that they have shocking photos of his layer that's in Clearwater, Florida, and that all the windows facing the streets have been covered up, according to a local eyewitness. What would it be like to live in How a weird. bubble? Well. I don't know. It would be because all right. There's something with um, Leah Remini today on Instagram. I got to figure out what so it is. So like because the Tampa uh, and St. Pete newspaper, they've been on top of yes, Scientology. They, They're not happy about all the real estate. They no, own they downtown. bought like the whole part of the town. Yeah, of Clearwater, Florida. So back in February, Tom Cruise moved into this new apartment, which has a nine-car private garage, around-the-clock security, and all those windows facing the street completely blacked out and covered. This eyewitness says that there's been a lot of movement in the condo and Tom has been staying with his sister who lives in the building while his master bedroom is getting redone. Apparently, Tom Cruise has been working for months, according to Radar Online, to make his Scientology layer a luxurious place to live. And in July, there's new photos from Radar Online showing Tom Cruise uh, decorating his place. By the way, his apartment is just 400 yards away from Scientology's flag building, so buying up all the real estate there. Uh, And all the labor provided by Scientology quote-unquote workers. It's so yucky. It is so yucky. yucky. Sorry to end on that icky note. Uh, That's all right. I did wonder wonder what was going on with him. I kind of just wondered. So thank you. What is he doing? What What is is he doing?
double duh. This might be a triple duh, but this is a two-year study, people, so we've got to take it seriously. Is it smelling a lemon? No, that was so bad. It really wasn't, people. All right, tell What do you got? I like your idea if it had been more expanded in the aromatherapy world of random news. I think smelling lemons makes you feel joyful. Like You're, fresh scent, citrus scents. We're not going back so you can keep revising what you told us because this is different than what you told us an hour ago. Actually, yeah. Tune in at 420 <laughs> yeah. today to really get to the bottom of the smelling okay, story. All right, this is from University of San Diego and Yale. They cooperate on this two-year study of more than 5,000 people to show that this one activity destroys your emotional and physical health more than anything else. What do you think this that one, one activity, activity destroys-, destroys emotional and physical health more than anything else? Wow. So if you want to stay Shooting healthy, heroin. both emotionally and physically, <laughs> this is simple advice for you. Limit screen time. the amount of time you spend on Facebook. That's, d- what, that's what they studied. I, must be, I am ecstatic. According to this, because I don't ever use Facebook. I never go on it. But some people go all in, don't they? Yeah. Well, you could also. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, they're going to have to study Instagram and Twitter in other ways. Yeah. But they did this. Uh, this is not typical antisocial media crank- crankiness from sure. academics, okay. people. The, the impressive research is why I bring this to you. Impressive. So, well, it was 5,208 adults, a part of a Gallup long-term study. Okay. And after they got these people's permission... They monitored their Facebook use directly from Facebook rather than asking people to report on their own use. Sure, okay. okay? Because, because people Facebook- don't realize how much time they spend. Our phones now tell us how long we've been on them. Yeah. So, and then at the same time that they studied these people looking at Facebook, they mm-hmm. also checked in with them on emotional and physical well-being, like their uh BMI three times over the course of two years and what kind of exercise they get, blah, blah, blah. So what they found is that overall, the results showed real world social networks are positively associated with overall well-being. The use of Facebook was negatively associated with overall overall well-being, particularly in the area of mental health. Well, you said it was associated with well-being. Well-being, like, you know, other things like Instagram okay, or maybe Twitter. I don't know. But real-world social networks, other things, I'm assuming, I guess that's what they mean. But the specific use of Facebook was negatively associated. Um, And most measures of Facebook use in one year predicted a decrease in mental health in a later year. Yikes. Why is this? Okay, I'm glad you asked. Because, well, previous research that has been done has shown that Facebook creates a sort of false peer pressure. Because most people are cautious about posting negative or upsetting experiences on Facebook. So the misleading environment that happens on Facebook, everyone seems to be doing better and having more fun right, than you. Yeah, yeah. You would okay. think that would be the Instagram culture too, extrapolated, but there's it's too new maybe. 
Well, I think because a lot of times you're just like, you're specifically going to look for puppies or makeup or flowers or shoes or dresses. It isn't necessarily people that you know in your circle. Okay, got it. So then you go, well, what about the magical ability to connect friends and family and long distance? And when people get to see photos of grandkids or, you know, help you find long lost friends, blah, blah, blah. Lots of research that shows Having a social circle and an active social life and community is all good. And yes, they wondered, does a virtual social life and a real social life, like really people one-on-one, create the same benefits? No. No, they don't, Julia. They have the opposite effect. Okay. In addition to negative thoughts, the researchers know increased use of Facebook and other social media takes up more time than people realize and creates an illusion of closeness to the extent that time spent on Facebook takes you away from real world social gatherings. So then you're not in community. Right. You're not really having, you know, you're if like if you're at something and you're all about just looking at your phone. Oh, and you're when, not present. You're not there. Right. So right. And we're not going to tell the researchers aren't saying stop using Facebook, not that people would listen to any research anyways, but the, this research, they said, try and limit it, your Facebook to no more than one hour each day. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that will help people. Yeah. Interesting. Do you know anybody that is all, I don't know anyone uh, that's all in on Facebook anymore. I know a couple of people who spend too much time on Facebook and it is negatively affecting them, I think. You do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm, I don't know anyone who really hangs out there. Yeah, it, it, it depending on where you it are. It depends on life. where you are. I think sometimes, you know, it just, it just depends on where you are, but people are spending way more time than they think. And also, People, it is true about Facebook. You're not really, you might be updating somebody on a health thing or, you know, something like that. But people, I told you about a family member of mine who she posts every time she's got a bitch to bitch about. In her closet. But she's always posting and people like are, we hate, we hate it. No one wants to go to her page anymore. It used to be more fun. Yeah. So it is sort of like people don't want to hear you post about, oh, I had a bad encounter with the teller at the bank today. No No one wants to hear this. So there is this sort of thing where I guess people are making this. It looks like you're, because why put that out there? Exactly. What good does it do? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, this, yeah. I am not surprised because living life and going outside and being in nature even if you're not like being real social. Well, you don't even have to be outside to be in community, but having the one on, joining the conversation that's happening all around you, picking up your phone, actually calling that person instead of just looking to see what pictures they posted. Yeah. Because a lot of times people say, well, this is how I know what's going on. Yeah, but when's the last time you picked up the phone and had a real conversation or called that aunt or called that cousin, you know? Yeah. Anyway. I All thought right. it was interesting because it was two years and 5,000 people and the people didn't self-report what they were doing. That's because 
Facebook has all the di- the, the information on your yeah, notes. That's taking, taking keeping up with the Joneses to a whole new level. Well, I, I just think it yeah. sounds exhausting. Yeah. Okay, well, speaking of exhausting, yes. here is a yes. study of duh. Uh, I don't na- want to know that much about people. Yeah, nine out of ten <laughs> people caring for loved ones with dementia don't get enough sleep. One, I believe that 100%. Yeah. Because if you're caring about someone with dementia, you don't know if they're going to get up in the middle of the night. You don't know if they're going to get out of the house. That's right. They had familial caregivers yep. who were caring for somebody with dementia participate yep. in the study, and they enjoy less than six hours of sleep on average each night because they're, they're often woken out. up yep. for three or four times a yep. night. And then, of course... A bathroom visit, a this visit, a... Sleep... Uh, deprivations lead to a lot of other health things. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know, it puts people, you it, gain first weight. First of all, it's just so hardcore on the caregiver anyway. The depression, yeah, yeah. but they, they really, they didn't, they did not realize that, uh, the primary caregiver, and they were looking at people over the age of 50 that were mm-hmm. studying with, that they had so much sleep disrupt, disruption, and so does the person with, with the dementia. beginning or wherever they are in dementia. They do, too. I didn't know that, too. Yes, because we know memory loss is what is the best-known symptom of dementia, but more than 80% of people with dementia, have it, they don't sleep well Ugh. because they might... Wake have up and be scared sure. and wonder, where yeah, am I? Who am I? So where worried. am I? That's where right. Am I? Yeah. So you never even thought about that. I never thought yeah. about, about that before, but I could see it from the caregiver side, not from the, the person suffering from the disease. This was published in the Perspectives in Psychiatric Care. Uh, it's a new journal for me, Julia. All right. <laughs> so many. Well, I feel like this is going to be a critical one because a lot of people Caregivers are, be are more exhausted than they realize. That seems like, duh, but we'll just put it out there because we know that they're out there that people are taking care of. Of loved ones, and we we feel we feel your sleep deprivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. I thought it was duh, but yet, but yeah, good very, reminder. Yeah, it's a great reminder. All right, listen, we come back. It's the rest of the headlines of the day. They tell me think with my head, not that thing in my chest. They got their hands at my neck this time, but you're the one that I want. If that's really so wrong, then they. for hanging out with us. Have we been productive today? Do you think we were a little bit? Uh, Yes, I'll give you an A. I hope people had fun. We had fun. Yeah, we sure did. Uh, Favorite headline comes to us of Pierce Brosnan. Changes his position on whether a woman should star as James Bond or not, contradicting his opinion of four and five years ago when he said a female Bond, no, has to be male. There's no reason, though, why you couldn't have a black James Bond, he said. And then... The next person, of course, was Daniel Craig again. Mm-hmm. He's changed his mind. He said, why not? 
he said yes. He spoke to the Hollywood Reporter and he said yes. Should a woman take over? And he said, I've watched the guys. I think we've watched the guys do it for the last four years. Get out of the way and put a woman up there. I think it would be exhilarating. Oh, well, there you go. So he has changed his mind. Yes. yes. Yeah. And yeah. he was at the Deville Film Festival in Falls when he He's said that. He's so handsome. He's devastatingly handsome. Would you just catch me up with real quick the what happened with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp? Because I know he's made comments about his Savage uh, ad where they were having uh, Native Americans in it. And he said, you know, that was a trailer. People are judging uh, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought... Out of context, I think is it, what it he's was saying. But no, Donnie, no. when you've got a cologne name, Savage. S-A-U-V-A-G-E. And Native Americans, a slur against them was that they were savages. savages. Yeah. You only have to take... Yeah, how long did we just take that right there to yeah, figure that I out? Know, was I that 30 know. seconds? I didn't read one word about it. Yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, when that happened, I mean, why is he... He, he had, Why is he complaining and explaining? He's saying, and I don't believe he meant anything, but didn't anyone there at Dior, isn't there anyone in marketing? I feel like it's Dior's job to be dealing with that issue, not Johnny Depp's. He's the spokesperson. Well, but he's the face. He's so. the face. But, but it's like he is too riddled with wine and, uh, and whatever is happening going on. But it's like no one in marketing thought made the connection. I know. Yep. That's that's it. It's, yeah. It took us 30 seconds okay, just there. to say it out loud. There you go. All right. All right. Um, so we found out today that um, some of the programs that are going to be streaming on Apple T- Plus TV... Yeah. And the two big ones are The Morning Show, which stars um, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, and Dickerson, which is a coming-of-age comedy series that stars Haley Seinfeld as Emily Dickinson, exploring the constraints of society, gender, and those other things. Oh, that sounds so, good. But Apple's big meeting was today where they're talking about their new 11, 12, 13, and 25,000 phone numbers. <laughs> right? And I just bought the damn 10, and they're already coming out with the next one. That's the 11's up. Yeah. Yeah. And but what they told, said today at this meeting is that in November when they launch Apple Plus TV, it's going to be four ninety nine a month. Now this caused stocks of Disney and Netflix to go down today because um, they're coming in under those. Yes, prices. because the Disney Plus is set to launch November twelfth for six ninety nine a month. They could also bundle it with Hulu. And ESPN Plus for twelve ninety nine a month, um, and Apple really doesn't have any shows that we know of because they have no past programming. So it will only be new programming moving forward. But they're putting a ton oh, a of money, of money yeah. into new programming. Will it all start at the same time? Apple starts. No, but fr- will all these programs? So they look like they have like maybe uh, fourteen shows. It doesn't. It sounds like they're committed to original content, but they're really just launching it with um, two of them that are that are ready to go. Yeah, this would be a rollout. Yeah, they won't have all of these. They ready said they're to go launching the their service time. with only a few cues, cues, or key series. Well, so, we need to know what those are. I just I mean, told you the morning on, show. Yeah, those the are the only show. two. And Dickerson. Dickerson. Yeah. But they got twelve. Shows that they have little synopsis. Yeah, they do, but we're going to see what's going to happen with them. Um, Some sound like they're more finished, but they're putting a gazillion. It seems like they should have all 12 shows 
or at least I, six of them ready yeah, to go. You're just That's saying a Apple lot. doesn't have a back catalog of adored titles no, while new shows start to sprinkle out. Yeah. We don't know when they're coming. Well, I wonder if they'll be looking. Like, they should look right over at, what, the CW? <laughs> we'll see, Lauren. I don't know. But, you know, Disney has a lot more to offer, but they're going to be six ninety nine. And the other thing that Apple's doing is they're saying that you can have... Um, when you buy a new phone, a new iPad, or Apple TV, you get it for um, free. Yeah, you get it free for a year. For a year, yeah. And you, Apple's also allowing up to six family members to share one Apple Plus subscription. And remember oh. how Disney was saying we're going to monitor yeah. how many right. different devices right. in the yeah. house, even if they oh, live with you. Oh, that's good. That's attractive. So all these yeah. things are kind of more attractive and going after what Disney's doing. But Disney has so much more content, you know. I feel like Disney's going to... Because they have all the ABC or... No, what Disney, they Disney has all the Disney movies. They've taken them all off oh. Netflix. They're going to offer all those available. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got, got so much more available. So anyway, all right. that is what's going on. That is what's going on. I like it, Julia. Let's see what else we know. Well, I like that the Page Six people tried the Skims shapewear so we don't have to go and spend our own money on all of that. You know, I'm always yeah. curious about it. I remember we tried Target when they a, copied a, Spanx a assets. Assets, thank you. Yep, they copied assets, and sometimes we bought. We tried that. I don't like shapewear in general right yeah. now. It hurts my tummy. Yeah, but it's a good thing to have out there. I like the lighter ones. You know, the ones that don't. When I was, we were watching the women do it. Doing, wearing we were the watching the page work. six style and they we were, were trying watching the on. video on it yeah. and it's like these were uncomfortable to get on and i'm like that's because they're shapewear yeah i know you know it. come I on know. of course they are shapewear is not you yeah, know I, I saw we kim kardashian was on the today show for 12 long minutes and uh, she, i turned it was a tragic satin outfit and she had a and it was a tragic interview by hoda and savannah, and savannah. they didn't ask anything it was, interesting it was so horrible well she, listen she's not always i don't care they could have asked more they just like don't, Kim i De- wouldn't blame really? that on her because she is so monotone sometimes she with is. her yeah, answers she's very dull to me. yeah but Sorry. she it was like i tried to yeah. keep watching but i was just like anyway she's she, acting she, the biggest confection confession was that she wears Spanx. She wears shapewear every day, and sometimes she would wear 